What's going on everyone, welcome back to Rogue Opinions, as always, my name is Nathan, and uh, there's no real premise to this podcast, but uh, Jimmy's back again. My name is Jimmy Baxter, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, uh, glad to be here. I'm being brought to you today by Frigidaire Air Conditioners, uh, because it's balls hot out, and uh, I'd much rather be cool, and, like a cucumber, than provide good audio. So, you know, the American is back, prepare for bollocks. I don't blame you. In the 90s sounds hot. Like, that's for, for the UK people, that's 90 Fahrenheit, not mm. 90 degrees Celsius. No, I'm not on the surface of the sun, Nathan. Well, some people might have been like, 90? Fuck. <laughs> that's like, what, 25 <laughs> degrees? Maybe. That's where we might end up one day. Well, you know, you never know. Like, uh, we just pulled all of our forces out of that out of that region. So that's, I might just be back from there. I think everybody did. Everyone was like, I think we're done here after like 20 years. <laughs> Bill Burr said that if you put uh, Hey Joe by uh, fucking Jimi Hendrix over it, it looks exactly like the Vietnam footage. <laughs> Coming soon to the Rogue Opinions YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the footage of the uh, Taliban insurrection set to Hey Joe by Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> let's get some more taliban content yeah this 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 is a brand new age for rogue opinions ladies and gentlemen we are trying to get canceled ladies and gentlemen that's they what paid we paid you to. enough would you do a podcast for them for the taliban yeah my brother i think i would i would do like <laughs> create a <laughs> war <laughs> like rebook uh <laughs> rebook vietnam <laughs> i do all the the uh the, the propaganda i'd do it all i'd do it all we'd set out that'd be a real oh. rogue opinion yeah that's that's a rogue opinion right there how much would it take for you to sell out what's your number <clears throat> we talking high five digits six digits cool million i don't know if i could demand a cool million i think that's a bit much i don't know i'm, I'm stuck in isolation for a bit so at the minute probably like five grand because it may not be allowed to leave my house but so during like my usual like three days if i was like if they were like hey give up everything can move probably like i think half a million per episode attention sleeper cells you heard it nathan greenaway available for a cool 5k for the next week. For the next week. So it's get a seven-day offer. It's, it's, like, a, it's a fucking fire sale, Nathan. That's what it is. It's like when people are like, oh, for the next 20 subscribers to my OnlyFans, it's only five bucks. Speaking of, um, OnlyFans flip-flopped this week, uh, where uh, they first said that they were going to start banning pornographic material starting in October. And then everybody 
uh, with the one free hand that they had to type on Twitter, bitched and moaned about it. And now they're not doing that. So porn stars everywhere. Stay home. Take your toys back out because it's it's ready. It's it's ready to go. Pornographic material still available for OnlyFans. Were you upset, Nathan, that uh, OnlyFans was going to disable it? I was surprised. I can't say I've I've never I've never subscribed to an OnlyFans before, so I can't say that I was like upset or anything. But I'm surprised because I was like, well, no one would know this website existed if it wasn't for porn. No motherfuckers going on there because it's like, hey, subscribe twenty dollars a month for my guitar lessons. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe twenty dollars a month to see where they stick that guitar. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that OnlyFans exists for and they're like oh no you can come on here and learn how to do arts and crafts and it's like yeah but that's what YouTube's for yeah exactly exactly yeah like they, they put out a press release saying that like they, you know they were looking for investors and, and stuff like that and then they, they have a wide var- a variety of um, of created content like cooking shows and basically all kinds of shit that you can see on YouTube anyway yeah. Um, and then everybody was like yeah but like I want to watch this girl that lives in another country who's hot get plowed out by like a like a fuck machine for five dollars a month. And you're supposed to give that to me because that's what you're fucking here for. That's what you're here for. How did the owner of it? Because it it sounds like the owner was like, okay, that's enough smart. Let's get back to what we were here for. And it's like, what were you here for? (laughs) If it's not porn. They're making they're making more money than God right now because of all these people, especially during the pandemic, like porn stars who couldn't work they're just fucking their boyfriends on fucking only fans for ten dollars a month and like they have like it's like patreon for sex i thought you were gonna say god took a real hit during the pandemic <laughs> god did take a real like a like a pr hit during the pandemic i i would think well no one could go to church yeah yeah you had to go pray at home and whatnot nobody really wants to do that like no one's making those fucking jesus crackers at home yeah if i stopped going to church and instead made only fans <laughs> yeah exactly that's what I'm saying. God took a real PR hit, dude. I'm, ta- I'm saying. Do you think God cared more about the PR hit or that he stopped getting like his donations on a Sunday? I'd say the PR hit because I think uh, God's pretty vain. You know, he set up all these buildings oh. for himself. He's got a lot of people saying his name all the time and praising him and or her or it. It's 2021. Not trying to get canceled yet. That's no, um, fine. They're not real. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but see, you went and said they're, like, they're not real, so, like, uh, is it multiples? Well, there's a lot of different gods, like, we got, we talk about God in the in the Christianity sense to try and have a go at Christians, because uh, they're fair game. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Like, there's all those other really... gods that people believe in as well, so you got to account for them in case the Christians might actually be wrong. Yeah, I mean, well, if you watched The Good Place, everybody got about 5% right. Except for that one guy, Doug Forsythe, who, like, took mushrooms and got it, like, 87% right and freaked out everybody in the good place. Hmm. So Ted Danson is God. Oh, don't we know it already, though? That yeah, silver that fox. Right. Oh, You watch Fargo? I saw the first season, yeah. Oh, the season of Ted Danson's in is, is fantastic. What is that, season three? Season. Oh, now you got me. Is that no, the season one? two. And it's him and Patrick Wilson. Oh, that's the one. Um, for those who don't know, there's a, a character. I think it was um, the older, the guy who like works at the diner in the season one. He tells yeah, a story, yeah. uh, and season two is that story that he tells his daughter. Yeah, it turns out the uh, Lundy from Dexter is actually uh, Patrick Wilson's loop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Dexter's back soon. Oh, I can't wait for that, dude. The yeah, teaser has me that. all in a tizzy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. 
That'd be good. I like Dexter. Dexter's one of my favorite ever TV shows. Except for season, you know, seven and eight. I don't know if it it, it, it ends after five. Yeah, it ends after, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Lee Miller really crashed that series. You don't watch it. After whichever season had a Tom Hanks kid in it, the one that's that not six. Chet. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's no, six. No, season five. I don't watch no. it. Season six. Sorry, um, Colin. Sorry, sorry, Colin. Colin Hanks. Yeah, Colin Hanks is in season six. He was also in Fargo. <laughs> yes, he was season one of Fargo. God, how many Fargo people can we accidentally link to? Uh, let's find out. We just need an Ollie Font, a Chris Rock. Chris Rock, yeah, yeah. Um, what's his face from uh from Sherlock? Oh, Martin Freeman, yeah. Martin Freeman, uh, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. Oh God, he was so good in that. Oh, that was so good. He was terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great what was his show. Name on that this? show, his name was uh, it was something weird. As opposed uh, to Billy Bob Thornton. No, yeah, no. Billy Bob Thornton's like a you know like a fine name, I suppose. Like especially for a guy who wears a vial of blood of uh, uh you know of his girlfriend around his neck it's a it's a nice that another dexter reference no actually he really did that in real life <laughs> this entire podcast is gonna be us jumping between dexter and fog <laughs> uh lorne malvo was billy Bob's oh yeah first season of uh of Fargo. lorne malvo really Look, it's on netflix Fargo. guys if you've not seen uh fargo then uh, you're already paying for it it's on so, hulu here in the states by the way if you haven't seen it okay uh, this podcast sponsored by Hulu. Hulu for nine ninety nine. Reach out, see all your stuff with commercials, but for twenty dollars a month, you can get it no commercials. That's Hulu. Go fuck <laughs> yourself if you live in the UK. Twenty dollars a month. Yeah, but we just get it on Netflix, so I only need one streaming service to watch Fargo. Yeah, I know. And then you guys get a, uh, you guys get like Better Call Saul and stuff we like do. weekly we on Netflix. That's fucking crazy. They do. Wake we... up, wake up, Hulu. Just sell out to Netflix. That's the, the, the podcast. That's the name of this podcast. We're selling out and we're trying to get everyone to sell out. With. If we can get Hulu to get a big foothold in Afghanistan, God will be there instantly. Use the use the offer code GFY at checkout for a free 30 day subscription to Hulu. Hulu, go fuck yourself. Is that their actual slogan? Uh, it is now. <laughs> what is their actual slogan? Um... I don't Hulu. know. Hulu, we're not here. sure either. <laughs> Hulu, we came second. <sighs> but you know who came first? That fan who was crying in the crowd at AEW? Uh, uh, it's anywhere, anytime. Yeah. Okay, that also works with coming. Except, except in the UK. Except in the UK, because no one would pay for it. We have too many streaming services. We just got Peacock. Oh, that means you guys are getting fucking the, the network on Peacock soon. Ooh. Peacock! Don't Peacock. expect to watch anything live. Nope. Good thing I don't have the network. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's it on, not affected. It's actually on Peacock now. It's through Peacock. Like, it's a channel on Peacock. I hate that name. I know. It's... How, know how it's did the, somebody... Uh, is it the NS... Not the... Uh, NBC. That's it, NBC, NBC fucking logo. Yeah. And, like, how did somebody go, hey, all right, we got a streaming service. What should we name it? Uh, everybody talks like they're in a commercial. Peacock. Uh, I don't know. How about Rainbow? And they're like, no, no, that's that's so gay. We can't we can't be that out there with it. We can't be that out there. How about Peacock? They're like, oh, this fucking guy, he's... He's got it. Peacock. It's I hate it. Thinking. They should just call it, why don't they just call it NBC Now? Yeah, right? 
NBC yeah. now. Why not? Or now BC. Now BC. Yeah. Oh, no, that might make it sound like it's like a Christian streaming service. Like it's all just like the Passion of the Christ and stuff like that. Uh, okay. <laughs> the Passion of the Christ. Jesus. Yes, We're going exactly. backwards of our references. <laughs> <laughs> We're bouncing all over the place. Um, no, I can't think of anything. All just in my head was Now Blow Coke. Now Blow like, Coke? Uh, that's the streaming service I want. It's like uh it's like butcher box, but it's like drug box and you get like a free subscription to like cocaine and heroin and whatever the fuck you want. For now if for sixty good $60 enough health insurance in the States, can't you just get that stuff? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, uh because I don't have health insurance because it's super expensive. Uh that's depressing. All the more reason we gotta get in that foothold in Afghanistan. I don't know what their health service is like over there, but Oh, I don't think it's very good. It can't be worse. That's I mean, I'm fine. But like, like I, I'd like us to get on the NHS system that you guys got over there. That seems pretty nice. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. You just uh, do what you want. Get an ear infection. You just ring them up. They give you some antibiotics. Didn't cost you anything. Especially if you live where I live in, in England. £7.50 for a prescription. In Wales, free. Wow. I don't pay anything. I could just break my arm and it wouldn't cost me anything. Like, how about you, let's let's test that out. Why don't you break your arm here on the podcast? Mm, Isolation's that, not got that desperate yet. I'm still I've, uh, I'm still playing Far Cry Five. So no, as soon as you, I finish you, that, you need your arm, huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now that OnlyFans have changed their mind. <laughs> <laughs> we are all over the place, much like the 15,000 people who crammed themselves in the United Center last Friday for AEW Rampage. See how I brought that back around, Nathan? I'm a goddamn professional. Yeah, that segue I tried to do five minutes ago. I know, I know. (laughs) Uh, We're finally there. Everybody was all... I preferred my cum-related one. (laughs) It only took us 18 minutes to start talking about jizz. I know, before we get into AEW Rampage, I know two things that happened. I know that guy cried, and Uh I know that uh, the old old chick uh, chick magnet is back. And that's it. They were dropping hints like a motherfucker, dude, on Dynamite on Wednesday. Um, Kenny Omega was wearing a chick magnet t-shirt. Um, of course, Darby Allen mentioned the words best in the world. Uh, MJF in a, in a promo a couple weeks ago after his, after Jericho's match with Nick Gage, he did the opening line to the pipe bomb. Chris Jericho, as you lay there in more pain that you've ever felt in your entire life, that whole thing. Um, they've been dropping hints like crazy. And last Friday at the, the oddly named second episode of AEW Rampage, which was named The First Dance, um it was huh. the second episode yeah i mean i know i know it's a reference to the last dance the the jordan doc um but it was the second episode that's a weird reference to me Whoa. yeah okay. they All were right. in chicago anyway but they didn't waste any time the, the episode starts you hear chance for cm punk cm punk cm punk and all of a sudden it happened cult of personality blares over the loudspeaker the tannoy as you motherfuckers call it over there um and everybody lost their mind everybody lost their fucking mind and i i was at the bar um last friday and uh packed in there with a few wrestling fans and it started uh and we had the speakers on and we could hear it all throughout the bar and everybody lost their minds it was awesome he got a pop in the arena and in the bar I was in for sitting down 
crisscross applesauce. Like he sat down and people were like, he's fucking sitting down. Um, that's power. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. He's going to be on dynamite, uh, tonight as we record this. So it has not happened yet, but he's going to be on dynamite to, I guess, speak a little bit more. And his first match back will be up against Darby Allen in Chicago, September 5th, live on pay-per-view at all out. Um, it really happened. It took seven years. Uh, we'll get into some of the stuff he said in a second, but Nathan, what was your reaction? I, I know you said it made it over into the newspapers over there. So my reaction was, sorry, my dog's next to me. He's just started dreaming, so he's like barking in his sleep. Can you hear him? Yeah, yeah I can. I can. It's adorable. Oh, I him barking in his sleep. Um, so my reaction was, I didn't know it happened. Uh, I woke up, I went downstairs, I made coffee, and I sat down. I put on the news. Some, I watched the sports news. They spoke about some rugby and some bugs. And then a tiny mention at the end. Now, this wasn't a big mention. Was they mentioned that CM Punk was back. And I was like, oh, cool. That's why he's all over my Twitter. Because I also hadn't checked why he was trending. Because usually <laughs> I see him trending. And I'm like, oh, it's just the anniversary of when he, like, I don't know, did some, did some bollocks or something. And then uh, and I was like, oh, cool. And that was my reaction. Mostly because this isn't me just being shitty. I, did, I wasn't watching wrestling when CM Punk was a big deal. I checked out of it. So, because I stopped watching in about 2011 and then came back in like 2016. Uh, so I missed everything. So unfortunately, it's because of someone, I don't have any nostalgia for CM Punk. Oh, yeah. So uh, you only saw like the uh, Straight Edge Society stuff like in 09. Even with, then, I wasn't uh, really paying that much attention. So I remember it. But I also I wasn't watching weekly. Like I would only really watch like the big pay-per-views then. So I've not. I remember him being in ECW because ECW. That's the other thing was that um, I don't really have any way to watch the weekly shows because we didn't have Sky and I didn't really know how to find them. But ECW was free for a bit on WWE.com. So I remember him being on ECW, like WWE ECW. Yeah. The yeah. Shit one. And then uh, other than that, I remember bits and pieces. I remember his feud with Jeff Hardy though. And I really enjoyed that. And, yeah, they had a uh, great ladder match at SummerSlam that year. Yeah, but I think I'd kind of checked out by the Straight H Society and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I didn't really have any. But it's obviously incredible for wrestling. Like, it yeah. can be a bigger deal. They, wrestling, in a way, kind of, in my humble opinion, in like the, the upper echelons of wrestling, like the WWE and AEW, they really need something like this. And I think I saw a quote from Punk at one point that wrestling needs like a kick in the dick or some some words to that effect. And I think he's right. Is that wrestling really like stagnated a little bit on both sides. It's not really anyone's fault. It's just that there seems to be a very like capped audience for wrestling at the minute. Like it's that two million that SmackDown gets and that's it. And then so they really need somebody to come in and kind of break bring in new fans and I think someone like Punk can obviously do that because he's got mainstream appeal. There's very few people in wrestling that can do that. Like it's Punk. John Cena obviously will bring a few people. If The Rock comes back, he'll obviously bring a load of people. And other than that, that's kind of it. Lesnar, so, Lesnar's been known to move oh, the needle. Lesnar, yeah, Lesnar can do move the needle, which is obviously like the term that people use. And then uh, so getting someone like Punk back and I saw that Lesnar's back is kind of good for wrestling because even though AEW does a great job of creating new people, they're still not at a stage where they're bringing people in and growing the audience necessarily, if you get what I mean. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you there on that uh, because, like, as you said, like, wrestling does need some sort of shot of adrenaline because, like, it's not like it was in the 90s where 10 million people were watching wrestling every yeah. week. Like, I mean, it's never going to be. That's never going to happen again just because no, of the way no. TV and entertainment is consumed now. There's too many choices. So it's never yeah, going to reach yeah. that level again. But wrestling deserves to be on a bigger stage than getting, like, a million here, uh, like 500,000 is probably around what NXT would get. And then like 2 million for SmackDown. SmackDown's on freaking Fox. Like, yeah. Wrestling deserves more. And like, so to get someone like Punk back in will only help. You got to imagine that it, uh, you got to imagine that it, uh, it brought in, it brought back a few of the lapsed fans that have, that had left since he had left. Um, he said something, uh, like really like powerful uh, that I that uh, I thought it was really powerful anyway during the uh, the promo um, he said um, August 2005 I, August 13th 2005 I left professional wrestling and August 20 20th 2021 I'm back uh, because it's a shot at WWE yes but it's not like oh I was there and I don't like it it's like it's just a genuine like he's so he's being so truthful about it it's sort of like what he's not saying is what he's saying you know yeah and i think we, we all know that punk wasn't happy in the wwe for a long time he doesn't like the way that they operate and things like that because he's a guy that needs just to be given a microphone to be told how long his match is going to be and then just be left alone he's one of those creative people where he i don't know him so i could be completely wrong here he might have a full team around him but i really doubt it judging from just the person he seems he just seems like he does his best work when he's on his own. He'll ask like the people that he trusts, but otherwise just give him the microphone and let him go. And uh, so WWE is the complete wrong place to be for that kind of creative mindset. Yeah. And no, he he did some great stuff in WWE. I'm sure he, outside of a, the kind of bitter end, he probably doesn't have many regrets. As I said, the stuff with Jeff Hardy was fantastic. I can't imagine for, for a second he regrets things like that. I mean him and John Cena had f- fantastic matches in 2011. Like they had that, um, they had that match on raw too, uh, to determine who was going to go to, uh, WrestleMania that year to, f- uh, face the rock in the main event. I think, I think the only thing he didn't like was that he was never in the main event of WrestleMania. Like, think- yeah, he, he wrestled the undertaker, but he was never in like the last match. God, do you, I guess WrestleMania wasn't as long back then. <laughs> but like- yeah, it's a long time ago, man. But it's it's great for wrestling that he's back, and it's going to be exciting for the people that are going to be watching AEW to see what this company's done in such like a short space of time. And this is only going to help those. I know everyone's completely obsessed with ratings these days, so uh, it's only going to help that having chick uh, having chick magnet. His uh, his T-shirt officially sold. Uh, the most a T-shirt has ever sold uh, for pro wrestling tees in 72 hours, beating out Sting from when Sting returned. Um, well, let's and turn that. Everyone, make sure that they watch. If you've got a vested interest, watch because you got to make this. You got to make this work. Yeah, yeah, it's on us now. Like they already, they're paying him the money to come in and wrestle. Oh we have God. to watch him now. Can you imagine the zeros that are on that check? He said it himself in an interview. It would have to be a stupid amount of money. And Tony Khan has a stupid amount of money. So yep. 
It's a shame he won't invest some of that in his uh, football club. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, if if you if he wants to invest in this podcast, uh, we will absolutely just we'll cover AEW every week. I'll do. Uh, we'll, bring, we'll do. Thirty-three percent of the podcast is uh, AEW. Thirty-three percent is Jacksonville Jaguars, and we'll end with some Fulham chat. I know I how you're start, a big cottager. I absolutely am a huge cottager, um, and I will watch the pitch. I will get my scarf. I will be fully invested in the Ted Lasso of it all. Um, oh, Ted Lasso, got that. So good, isn't it? Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Tony Khan, why don't you slide some of them zeros this way? Put yeah. a one at the beginning, but slide some of those zeros this way. That saves us because really we've got the choices. If Tony Khan can come in, otherwise it's going to be uh, Taliban. So. Yeah, it's the the choice between two T's, Tony or the Taliban. <laughs> oh, no one what? tag Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm looking looking at you, Anthony, and uh, and Scott and Rahul. All you guys. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, good on you, punk. Let's get... Uh, who else has left? Bray Wyatt got fired. Uh, He's apparently coming in. But they're going to have everyone soon. Surely they're apparently, running out of roster apparently, space. Uh, Brian Danielson's going to be coming in next month. Jesus. They're stacking. Yep. They're stacking up the people. It's a real... It's a real kick right... It's a real kick right in the shorts, dude. Like... You get all these guys who are in five or ten years are not going to be wrestling anymore. They're going to be there with the stars of tomorrow, like, you know, Sammy Guevara and uh, Darby Allen and, you know, Jurassic Express. Like, all these people who are there now that will be there for years. And now they're going to be able to sit under the tree, a learning tree, and listen to how to put together a good promo like Punk. How to put together a great match like Brian Danielson. Um, Kenny. Kenny Omega. Get under that learning tree for promos. Get under there. But listen to Punk. I saw someone under the trending bit on Twitter of CM Punk in the morning talk about, obviously they talk about his MMA record. And there was some guy there that was like, how am I supposed to believe this guy can win a fight if he can't, like, actually win a, a real fight? And there were people obviously debating and taking it far too seriously. And I was just thinking, something that you just said, and I was like, this is a, this is a show that's got a boy and his dinosaur on it. And yeah. it's CM Punk not being able to win a UFC match that makes you kind of check out if you're looking for realism. Yeah. Like, you got, yeah, you got Jack Perry's kid fighting alongside a dinosaur. <laughs> it's a boy and his dinosaur. Like, how are you not intrigued? Not Jack Perry's kid. So Luke Perry. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Jack Perry. Yeah, yeah. Jungle Jack Perry. Jungle Jack Perry. Yes, of course. Of course. How could I forget? <laughs> Oh, good on go on AEW. I would watch, but I don't want to. But you guys, if you're interested, should all watch. You definitely, you de- you should uh, watch uh, All Out. I think it'll be fun. <sighs> all right, I'll commit. All right, I when will, and it? I'll commit. It's uh, the fifth of September. Oh, I'm away that weekend, but I will watch it after that. It's my birthday that weekend. Oh, look at you going off to the vineyard, huh? <laughs> I wish. No, I'm one gonna of go, your, I'm gonna go one to of Bristol your, for the weekend. City one, break. It's a lovely city. One of your many estates that you have across the uh, the island over there. Yeah, I'm gonna go check on them. Make sure everyone's picking the right grapes, stomping them well with their feet. Right, right. I'm yep. vineyards. That's it. Gonna start just backhanding people that aren't doing it properly. 
the whole oh, shebang. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, that's why you stop in. You don't stop in to not slap the, the help around, right? Well, I don't slap them. I have some. I have a slapper. Yeah, yeah. You just instruct somebody who does the slapping to slap. Pretty much. It's good work if you can get that's it. That's what you got to do. Yeah, I mean, shit. Yeah, if I, if I was living in the UK, man, I'd take that paycheck. <laughs> We'd take any paycheck to get I the would. I would absolutely off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, We're looking at you, Taliban. Let's end wrestling talk by talking about some fictional wrestling as opposed to the fictional wrestling. Uh, as opposed to the fake fighting that we watch on television. Now here's even faker fighting where people fake fake fight. Yeah, we get to see a man write his script for his fake fight. I say script for like four lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Rock stick down. script and it's like close lines. This guy, he does this, he lost. When you're in my ring, follow my script. Yeah, we're let's, course, let's talk we're about that accent about... from Stephen Amell. Well, we'll get there one second. We're, of course, talking about the new Stephen Amell-led drama, Heels on Stars. Is it on Stars over by you guys, or is it on, like, BBC One or something? Nope, it's on Stars. Stars is available, if you guys don't know, through Amazon Prime. It's an extra channel on top of that. It's pretty cheap. Uh, it's like $3.99, I think, a month. Or you can just get it other ways and make it free 99 Ooh. Yeah, obviously unless do Stars that. wants to start paying us. Yeah, Stars, Stars. We're, we're right here. For any and all uh, contributions to the podcast, and we will talk. We will do full hour-long breakdowns of heels every single week. And if, all your other stars, dramas. Uh, Look, I can't Pops. name them. Oh, you do have one. Okay, good. I, I do know one, yeah, because I, I I know the book and I, I like the book, but I've not started God's watching. Just on Prime here. Oh, look at that. Uh, anyway, so heels is out. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about the accent. Uh, from one Mr. Uh, Oliver Queen, formerly, uh, Mr. Stephen Amell. Man, don't he talk like this. Well, you know, it's about family business, you know? Family business. Duffy Brothers. Was it the Duffy Brothers? It's the Duffy Brothers, yeah. Aren't they the people that make the... No, that's Duffer. Never mind. The I thought they were the people that make Stranger Things. Um, but yeah, no, they're, 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 it's in a fictional town in uh, Georgia, down there in the south. Their own little promotion called uh, DWL. Even on the side of their water tower where they go and they hang out and they smoke cigarettes and talk about retiring. That's right. That's right, sir. It talk feels so out of place. Like, it's not set in the 70s, but man, should it be. Yeah, I mean, like, I like that it's sort of set modern day, so we get, like, the modern references. Like, early on in the episode, he said, you know, that boy came, boy came out of here thinking he was Vince McMahon. Looking like... I was I'm, watching Flavy Sting. Which is something. Uh, that, oh no, that was that was sorry, that was in episode two. That was a spoiler. Oh, ooh. I do apologize, Jimmy. I gave you a spoiler yeah. of a sentence yeah. that he says. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. No, he doesn't. He mention that the first match he remembers watching is the Great American Bash, Flair and Sting. Oh, he mentioned it again in episode, episode two, then. Yeah, it's it's uh, a big sticking point for uh, Stephen Amell. If I'd seen it, I knew I would know what he was talking about. Um, let's see. Let's just make sure that we got the names right, just so we're not misleading anyone. Well, Ace is the guy that's not Stephen Amell, whose name I can't remember. Alexander Ludwig. Yeah. and then uh, It's the Spade Brothers. Spade Brothers. I think Duffy is the name of the town. Yeah, Duffy is the name of the town. Duffy yes. Wrestling League. The Duffy Wrestling League, you know. <laughs> We're a fast and big gym. <laughs> um, let's talk about the, the tights, by the way. You can choose to wear anything in your show. Yep. And, and you wear you go, nothing. 
with you go with a pair of red ball huggers. You know, I don't want to. Stephen Amell is a man who's in much better shape all year than I ever am in my life. Like he is a tight summer body all year round. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he, he? He knew he was going to be doing this. Why is he not in Arrow shape? Because in Arrow, dude's like ripped. He was like 180 in Arrow, and for um for this, he looks like he's he's 220. I listened to an interview he did with uh, Rene Paquette. And he had to get, like, real, real big for uh, wrestler shape. You have to be, like, big and bulky for to be a wrestler. No, if you own the company. Apparently you do. It's that Vince McMahon thing. Get into him. Get into him. Only want big boys. Yep. And I know yep. Stephen Amell's not a huge man. Like, I think he's, like, 5'10 or something. Um... He should have been in arrow shape. It would have looked better. He should have still had the fake tattoos. He should have really got those tattoos. He's just been oil of a queen. But he should have for being the green arrow. And like, uh, what's, it, what's the, um, what's his friend's name? Diggly or something? Oh, God, I can't remember Diggle. any of the characters. Diggle. Yes, Diggle. He should be like talking to him about coming back to be Arrow. Yeah, well, like, yeah. He's... No, man, I'm into my wrestling now. Well, you know, when you're over here in Duffy, you know, what we used to do? <laughs> Dad, Dad left me in charge. When you're in my ring, got to use my script. Uh, he's 6'1", shoot, shoot height 6'1". Oh, okay. I underestimated him. Man, he looks stocky. Yeah, he looks he looks bulky. In the, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, um, look, they're meant to be brothers, but they look like brothers in the way that Edge and Christian, we were told they were brothers. Because <laughs> they're yeah. nothing alike. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, like, I know that, like, uh, the, the Alexander Ludwig's character, Ace, he, uh, he, my my roommate said that he looks like a uh, like a Poundland Edge. He really does. I had the same thought. I thought he looked like Edge as well, like a bit of yeah, like if yeah. like a knockoff action figure of Edge. Yeah, you know, like, like when you see those Sonic ice creams and they're all melted. Yeah, <laughs> it looks well, like that, but as a human compared it's like to Edge. You're at you're at Toys R Us or KB Toys or whatever is in your neck of the woods out there, ladies and gentlemen. And you're, you see the new WWE action figure and your parents are like, all right, well, you know, for, I'm sorry. All right. Well, for your birthday, we'll go get it for you. Right. And then they come in and it's your birthday and you're super excited and you open up, ripping it up at the paper, you know, getting it all open. And it's like the version of it from Dollar Tree or Poundland <laughs> or Family it's Dollar or whatever. It's, like, it's, spelled, it's, in a, it's like corner, you know, like, <laughs> it's like right angle, right angle. <laughs> Instead of Kurt Angle, it's Right Angle, American Hero. <laughs> and it's got, but he's got like, instead of being bald, he's got like long flowing hair and the the uh, the spandex fucking one one piece and stuff. And it's just like an amalgamation of it's like the the like Sid's toys from toy from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Hills Hills is the story of uh, let's say the the Spade Brothers or whatever. And uh, Stephen and Mel got left in charge of the company. Yes, and, their dad and, uh, is their dad has passed away. Um, and left. Uh, yeah, he Jack actually, like, killed himself or something, didn't he? He gets really it, it throws it like left field at you because it seems like a fairly just a wrestling drama, and they're like, yeah, dad killed himself. You're like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, also, dad died. Um, but yeah, and then they're 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 left in charge, and um, he's left in charge specifically of the company. He's also the world champion. Uh, which hey, got to book yourself strong, brother, brother. Um. <laughs> He's a real Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, he is a very, very much so a Jeff Jarrett. 
But, um, you know, he's, he's trying to keep it together. He's spending a little bit more money than he should. Um, his brother Ace wants to win the world title now because he's the Babe Face, the Babe. Um, and <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. That is what the, uh, uh, the second episode is actually called Dusty Finish. That it's actually let's talk about the uh, uh, we're going to spoil it a little now, ladies and gentlemen, just we're going to talk only about the first episode. I haven't seen the second episode yet, and I don't believe you finished the second episode. So let's talk about let's talk about the ending to the first episode. Uh, uh, Skip ahead, you know, 45 seconds if you don't want it spoiled or if you don't care, just keep listening or pay us and we won't talk about it. Yeah, pay us. Yeah, pay us. (laughs) Um, Now accepting anything on Cash App, Venmo. Zell. Cryptocurrency. Um, I'll accept any of them. Dogecoin. Oh yeah. Oh, we're going to the moon. Yeah. Uh, yep, anyway, so let's talk about the uh, the ending to episode one real quick. I thought the ending was really really something special. Um, like it was interesting. Like especially if you know the business at all. Like um, I don't know. What, what did you what did you make of the ending? Uh, about like the, when they finally have the match and everything and the way it goes down. Oh, it was a good it was a good twist because they were setting up the entire episode that uh. Ace was going to be the problem child in the match. Uh, and then they kind of swerve you where uh, Stephen Amell thinks he's doing what's he's effectively doing what's best for business. Yeah. And uh, he's he's throwing all those kind of what you imagine the business is like backstage, but it plays out in front of the crowd, main event of the show. Uh, Stephen Amell locks in like this arm lock thing, but he does it as a shoot and then he forces the referee uh to make the call to end the match so he screws him over he pretty much he bret hearts him yeah so, yeah 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 so if you if you know the ending to survive series 1997 then uh that's how they end this as well and yeah the crowd start booing and things a shit show the brothers then staring at each other Stephen and just walks people back are throwing the trash title. into the ring i think um, what it, they play like Stephen and character thinks that his brother's going to screw him over. He's become so paranoid. And all he wants is because... Well, one thing we haven't mentioned is that this is all because Ace is being scouted for the big leagues. Yeah. But it's like the most... If you were to draw a wrestling scout, you're either drawing... <laughs> you're drawing two people. You're drawing. You're either drawing William Regal, because there's all those yeah. pictures of him at independent shows that gets dotted around... Or you're drawing this bearded motherfucker in like a snakeskin suit, <laughs> whatever he was wearing, holding a two by four for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Which they never explain. Which, what does it say on it? It says, All Hail the King. Yeah. He's like this religious nut, isn't he? Because he was just yeah, getting like yeah, day yeah. drunk, drinking whiskey and doing oxy. He was basically, he, he, I think he was yeah, meant to be like was... the washed up. 70s 80s star who's still clinging on to his character in some way but he was like a, a scout for some bigger company that i can't remember the name like a now. weird southern like like east coast southern version of like doc hendrix pretty much yeah he a does bit. have that about him he's got a big goat like a, a dyed goatee bid but yeah he's meant he's meant to be scouting ace and he uh, so ace can leave the company and he wants to leave on a high but Stephen Amell just screws him over in the main event. He tries to he tries to convince Ace to take liberties with uh with yeah, Jack because Jack tries to like say that you know that that it's not right. We're gonna do this like the chase. It's gonna be the chase and everything. And you see throughout the episode that Jack is struggling to write the script for the match. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not until the very end where you see him delete the entire script and start to type something 
and then they go to the ring and in 10 seconds he puts him in this shoot um arm submission and instructs the referee to call for the bell yeah it's really dramatic and like as i said that you had the guy trying to convince him to take liberties you also had ace like not turning up for his autograph signing on time before the show you really they led you to believe that ace was going to be the issue Mm-hmm. So they kind of have you siding with Stephen Amell for like most of the episode where you're like, well, yeah, he does need to be the champion because this guy's leaving. Like he's not going to be back and they still have to do a show in a week. So you're like, well, like obviously there's ways around it and you can get into the creative fancy bucket of it all and make up your own mind about that. But he does have a point, but then the way he goes about it is horrible. And it's his own brother. Yeah. Fucking he's, he's just messing up with the family. Just messing the family up. Yeah, and like, it also plays out because all the rest of the quote-unquote boys are watching the match, and they see what happens. So, like, one of the final shots is, like, all the other guys backstage watching what just happened and being like, what the fuck did our boss just do? Like, Yeah. Because uh, they do try and quote, protect the business in the show. Like, there was a scene where the valet was backstage, mm-hmm. and, like, uh, and they were like, this... Change rooms not for valets. Get out of here. Like, yeah. I know how to valet. I can wrestle as well. I can wrestle too. Now I um, can do it. I can throw a punch. I can get in there. I can suplex. Um, <laughs> um, and then also Jack refuses to um, be seen out in public with his brother uh, the day of the show because they keep uh, kayfabe alive. Um, did they tell you what a – I can't remember if episode one. Did they tell you what – jack's like day job is no 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 oh, All you see... i won't say I won't okay that. okay um and actually you see ace the day of the show like rip into this poor girl at like a convenience store during yeah. the day because he tries to steal gum and he goes up and like makes and like brutally makes fun of her to her face um and says that she's fat and stuff and then steals the gum anyway and <laughs> It was like I remember watching it and I was like, damn, like, holy shit. <laughs> He's just like tearing in. I think the story is something along the lines of like when we used to go over to your house for dinner, um, we used to not worry about like leaving leftovers because, oh, because she's like, oh, uh, if you're what would your father think if he were still alive? And he goes, you want to hear a story about the old man? Well, whenever y'all used to come over for for dinner, we used to have to make a lot more. And my dad would always say, don't worry. Trixie will eat it and uh, just rips into this girl, dude. It's fucking brutal. Like, and I think her dad is like stocking the shelves, like, like one aisle over and hears the entire thing and then calls Jack. And then like, Jack's like, you went off on somebody like the day of a show. How do you get, how do you want these people to like you if you're just ripping into people? It's, it's fascinating. It's, it's really fascinating. Um, the way that they're looking at it and the way that they're doing it, I'm really intrigued, um, with the show so far. So I hope that it like continues to be pretty good. Yeah, let's hope so. And, uh, it's good to see more like stuff coming out to try and like promote wrestling as well in a more sort of positive light than just these horrifying documentaries that Vice do. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Where it's like, why do we even fucking watch this thing? <laughs> yeah, dude, like, you watch the Benoit one, and you're just like, oh, God. I know. I've never watched any of Dark Side of the Ring, and I know people love it, but, like, it's good to see some other stuff coming out. I mean, the Montreal Screwjob episode is really good. Um, I've heard the Nick Gage one is really good. Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, there's a few like really, really good ones that aren't just about like tragic deaths and stuff. I think I'd rather drown in my own saliva than watch or listen to anything else about the Montreal Screwjob in my lifetime. I know, it's so much. That it's like you I can't just, go anywhere. I just can't anymore. The amount of like podcasts and stuff I used to listen to or like uh, various interviews years ago. And now I'm like, I never, ever want to hear anyone mention it ever again. Oh, my God, dude. Like, I, I remember I was listening to Inside the Ropes when they were doing the uh, the retro stuff a couple of years ago. And when they got up to 1997, they did like four separate podcasts about the screen job oh and about... And at the time, it was fascinating because, like, it was, like, cool to listen. But by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, all right, I'm glad I know all that. But I never want to hear another fucking word about this ever, ever again. And, you know, it's just, like, it's a dramatic way for someone to play out. But at the same time, you're like, it's just all about money. Yeah. Like, it's not even interesting. Like, it's be about like, oh, money. Oh, used to argue backstage. It's, not, it's about money. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it's. Anyway, Hills is good. Heels is good. Watch the pilot of Heels. Watch the rest of the episodes. We will, and I'm sure we'll revisit it uh, when we've watched a little bit more. But uh, yeah, there yeah. are eight episodes this season. Uh, season. Uh, the third episode of the first season is this Sunday, uh, 9 p.m. local time, my time, or just any time during the day if you have the app. Uh, so yeah, go check it out and let us know what you think um, on our Twitter. Rogue underscore opinion. Pretty much, but moving on to something way more important than all of us put together. Uh, it is the MCU. Oh, yeah. There was a certain Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Perhaps more than one. There was, there was oh, many rumors yeah. during the night the other day that a trailer had leaked for No Way Home. Uh, luckily, I was asleep <laughs> when this happened. So I woke up instead and just saw the actual trailer <laughs> had dropped. So, because because Sony was just like mass deleting and sending out copyright strikes to everybody. And then they were just like, all right, fuck it. And then they threw the trailer out at like two in the morning. Why not? Why not? And yeah, it it, it, it finally arrived. There's so much MCU stuff going on. Loki's just finished. What if is as now has two or three episodes at this point. Although I've only watched two. Uh, there's trailers for Sanchi, the Eternals. Like cinema is back. Yeah, there's movies, not just MCU. There's movies coming every direction. But yeah, let's talk about Spider-Man: No Way Home. Jimmy, just, just, just give us all your thoughts. Oh my God. Okay, so I I loved the visuals of uh, the first Doctor Strange movie, and Spider-Man. Spider-Man is one of my favorite superheroes. Period. And um, to see that we're getting the visuals of Doctor Strange mixed in with Spider-Man. Uh, I mean, Alfred Molina coming out at the very end um, as fucking Doc Ock. You see the grenade, uh, the green goblin grenade rolling on the ground, and you briefly hear um, a, a menacing voice. We see some lightning, which means Electro is going to be there. Like, everything that we heard is apparently coming true. You don't get any of the other Spider-Mans, not yet. But oh man, oh man! I just just looking at it gave me goosebumps. Um, Peter's life is destroyed and in shambles because of everybody knowing his identity. So he goes to Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange says, um, "Nothing, you idiots." Doctor Strange is dead. He's locked in my basement. Um, <laughs> no kidding. Um, <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so he, I, for some reason, the Sanctum Santorum is like covered in snow. But when, when uh, God, what's his what's his name? What's uh, Doctor Strange's friend called? The Asian oh, guy, Benedict Wong. Yeah, he comes through the uh, he comes <laughs> through one of the gates, and he's on holiday in like a snowy place, isn't he? Yeah. But I mean, why is the entire inside of the sanctum snowy? Oh, uh-huh. 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 uh, yeah. So, um, and then Peter comes in, and there's a great little moment of comedy there, where uh, he calls him Mister Strange, and he goes, "Come on, we saved half the bloody universe together. Like you can't, like you, you can, you can refer to me by a different name." And he goes, "Okay, Stephen." He goes, "That was weird, but I'm gonna accept it." Like, <laughs> so good. Uh, I just, I have so many. Th- I mean, what, what did you think when you first? Like when you woke up and you saw that there was a trailer, like I'm, what was your reaction? I'm glad they didn't give us everything. There's obviously a lot of secrets in this movie uh, of who's actually in it and what direction they're going in. But some of the teasers there, obviously, Alfred, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock appear again and do his "Hello, Peter." Yeah. Thing, uh, and you got Doctor Strange talk about the multiverse. Now they know frighteningly little about it so we're gonna get everything everything that i think has been rumored with obviously toby mcguire andrew garfield and stuff like that i think we're getting it all so it's gonna be a big movie of everything that you could possibly want a million and one easter eggs a ton of fan service and a great story because the story sounds fantastic and it's the arrogance of doctor strange once again that hasn't gone away because I saw some people in comments on, on it being like, oh, why would Doctor Strange try to spell? He knows it's so dangerous. It's like, motherfucker, go watch Doctor Strange, the movie. That's yeah. the entire plot of the movie is him trying too many things. <laughs> like, I think because people got too, too <laughs> people got too used to him being just like competent and being the hero, like in Infinity War and Endgame. Mm. And we haven't seen too, too much of him. So when you see him, that he's sort of all put together, and, and like he's got it sort of like his mind on the ball, yeah. so to speak. And then we're getting him here, where he's saved the universe. He's you know he's cocky again. He's yeah. I, I just I don't his know, arrogance man. hasn't gone anywhere. Like yeah, Infinity exactly. War was above all of this, but we saw it in Ragnarok as well. That extreme arrogance of Doctor Strange is still there. Like and is obviously he had the opportunity to try a spell, Benedict Wong. Uh, told him not to do it, and he's like, mm, "I promise, but I'm lying." Yeah, and the, and the wink was so perfect. Yeah, it's and it's it's a perfect blend. Of, we had the Iron Man and Spider Man dynamic in the first Spider Man, and we were wondering how it would work with Doctor Strange, but it's going to be perfect. This is going to be a fantastic movie. Like, we hate to nerd gush all about something that we've only seen a two minute teaser trailer for, but. Yeah, when I saw that uh, Green Goblin grenade roll across the floor, I was like, oh my god, they've dragged yeah. him out of the sea. They did it, dude. <laughs> Apparently, like, from what I understand, like, or from what I've heard people, like, speculate on, is that, like, when he falls into the water in Spider-Man, um, uh, Green Goblin, I mean, that's where the multiverse opened, and he just continued to fall, and that that's why he's coming out now. Good. So it's... Yeah, I don't care. I don't care what the fucking explanation is. Let's just get it. Let's get the Sinister Six from all different Spider-Man universes. And let's have Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield and and uh, the other one, Tom Holland. Yeah, all three just of them. Just stood there like, fuck. 
Dude, give me the fucking. Let's finally get the Rhino from the end of Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll get, then we'll get Venom. We'll get Tom Hardy's Venom. Oof, that's a big check. They're gonna have to cash. Dude, God, can you imagine though? You know, listen. Can Marvel's got all the money, dude. Imagine all the money, Nathan. It, it's not gonna matter. They're just gonna roll. Can they're gonna back up the money trucks. Imagine to everyone and make the best fucking spider-man movie ever made i think they already have like they've obviously already made it but i think they have before we've even seen it like what have they got to compete with what's the outside of tom holland's spider-man what's the best spider-man it's got to be spider-man one i I know people consider spider-man 2 the best spider-man movie and then you have the the hipsters out there that just said out loud to the only spider-man 3 no fucking if you're one of those fucking people Listen, listen right here. Listen fucking right here. Okay, you motherfucker. You fucking you hipster fucks. Okay? What do you eat with your asshole because you consume everything wrong? Just go back and watch Spider-Man 3. And fuck it. You, you, fuck it. you fuck off right now. You fuck off right now. Sorry. No, it's sorry. fine. It's fine. It's fine. I needed to get that out. And I'm sorry it to did. anybody who didn't say that, who needed to sit through that. And if nobody said it, fine. But if you have a friend who says that they like Spider-Man 3, play that for them. Obviously, play they that. can't. What Green Goblin are they bringing back? Willem Dafoe. Good. That's what I, I was think. hoping you were going to say, because obviously they can't bring back James Franco because he's a big weirdo. Yeah, he's uh, cancelled. Yeah, not a, not a nice guy. I don't... Who was... What was the guy's name who played Green Goblin in The Amazing Spider-Man? Was it one of the Skarsgårds? Did they have? Uh, in the... the In the... the uh, Andrew Garfield one, did they have Yeah, they had Green a Green Goblin. Goblin. Yeah. I thought the first movie was... Um, Lizard was the lizard man and then i don't think they did i think that they had so certain that they did amazing yeah they did they did who played him i know that there's a harry osborne in the yeah i swear he became i think that's what they were going i think that's what they were getting toward but i don't think that they ever got there oh did they not who played harry osborne in that i am looking for it now give me a moment dane dehan Dane DeHaan. What a name that is. Yeah. Dane DeHaan. There you go, guys. That's a name for you to Google. What else is this guy? And Dane DeHaan. We're gonna get multiple MJs, and it's gonna be like some MJ crossovers. Oh, I hope so. Oh, you get. Oh, we didn't even get famous. a Mary Jane in the uh, in the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh no, we got. We had a uh, what's her face, Gwen Stacy, didn't we? Gwen Stacy, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that means Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. Oh, uh, Dane DeHaan is the. Uh, the crazy kid from Chronicle. Oh, that's was that the Steven Spielberg one? No, Where he, like, no. Sits cross-legged on top of a car and like crushes it with his mind. Yeah, yeah. Was camera. that Spielberg? One of them was Spielberg. There's a weird Spielberg one there. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's when they, it's like a found footage movie, and then they, yeah, they get powered. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. I, I just had to find out who else, what, what else that guy did. Dane um, DeHaan. Dane. Can we get Dane DeHaan and Ansel Elgort? in the same movie i don't think we can because i think they're the same person you just don't think like a casting person would be able to say both their names uh we got dane dehane and ansel elcourt and then there's forest and intimate bakery over here oh but yes yeah, spider-man's gonna be the best especially yeah, no way home Foe, goosebumps good like it's the it's the only other movie i'm looking forward to as much as the robert pattinson Bat- batman movie i heard it, i saw him talking about some of the fight scenes earlier about how good they are yeah, apparently there was a, uh, a like a teaser that got put out um, at like some like cinema convention. It wasn't released to the public yet, but like 
apparently it's like this huge fight scene like under red light and Batman is just fucking whooping ass the entire time and it, apparently it's like crazy is it like the Arkham uh, I hope so games where it's just like smashing triangle to block and counter yeah. <laughs> if um I mean listen if what's it called um if the the teaser the teaser that we all saw last year which can you believe it's a year already since that t- uh, trailer came out okay oh, uh, if that teaser is any indication like as to how brutal and violent this like version of batman is going to be then like well, i can't wait i absolutely can't wait oh no but, wait but the that. only movie i'm looking forward to even remotely close enough is spider-man no no way home huh. i thought you were about to say clifford well obviously clifford like the, the next installment in the kaiju universe <laughs> yes yes we're gonna, get, we're gonna get clifford and then at the very tail end of the movie it's gonna be like you're gonna hear like godzilla coming up out of the water <laughs> how and next summer, would that be the last scene clifford's like happy with his family and he's like playing ball and in the background you just see that blue fire fr- fly up in the air clifford looks off into like at it barks and then runs towards it whilst his smash. owner drops to his knees. It's like, no, Clifford, you're not ready. And then he just runs off and then you smash cut to credits. And it just says Clifford will return in Godzilla versus Clifford versus Kong. Whoever wins, the others lost. Exactly. Anywhere, anytime. I hate it when Marvel does that. It's such a nitpick thing for me when it's like Loki will return in season two. It's like, well, don't tell me. Are there no surprises anymore? No, there mm-hmm. isn't. Yeah, we're not with the way that TV works and stuff and all this shit. Like, you can't just say you can't just have something end without like teasing like, oh, they're going to appear in the next Guardians movie or they're going to be in back for season two. Because then, you know, people I don't understand. Like, there was that fake quote that went out uh, from Feige where he was like, oh, we're not going to release a trailer for Spider-Man because we want everyone to like experience the movie like the way it should be seen, that like, completely fresh. as fuck. I wish they would do that. Me too. Like, That'd when um, when the Star Wars movies, like, the most recent set of Star Wars movies were coming out, it's like, listen, I don't need a trailer. I'm already in. You're going to make a billion dollars already. Like, the people that are already, like, all you have to do is go, hey, Star Wars, episode seven, come see it. What up? And that's then people true. are like, who are they advertising to? Yeah. Because everyone that's going to go see the movie knows it exists. So you just, just like do a thing where it's like, hey guys, go to the cinema today, Spider-Man's out. Like everyone would fucking go see it. The MCU could just release like Kevin Feige counting twenty dollar bills for an hour and everyone would go see it. That would be a great trailer. Like if it was just a big desk covered in money and Feige's got his feet kicked up onto the table and he's just like counting hundred dollar bills and he looks up and he goes, Oh, hi, didn't see you there. Um December seventeenth is the new Spider-Man film, No Way Home. Uh, you're not going to see anything because, come on, come on, you're going to fucking go. What do you, you, oh, you want to see Alfred Molina? And he just like snaps his finger and there's like a still image of Alfred Molina, but like on a red carpet somewhere. And he goes, there. From a different movie. Yeah, from a different movie. He looks nothing like Doc Ock. And he's like, there, there he is. Yeah, he's in the movie. You're going to fucking see it. You're going to fucking see it. All right, get the fuck out of here. Go, 717, go. I saw Alfred Molina in something the other day. I was watching a movie, and I can't remember for the life of me what it was. What was he in? Maybe he's in a lot of things. Was he in Jungle Cruise? No. Was he in Jungle Cruise? No. Oh, God, that's going to irritate the 
rubbish out of me. I saw him was in it like a movie. A newer, a newer film? I don't think it was Jungle Cruise. I think I, I saw Jungle Cruise recently. Oh, I'm going to have to look uh, up his IMDb whilst, uh, I'm, I'm already whilst on you it. distract everyone. I'm already on it, dude. Was he in? Did you watch Troll Hunters Rise of the Titans? No, no, weirdly, I didn't. <laughs> He's uh, in four episodes of Solar Opposites. Oh, maybe it was that. That's insane. It wasn't. <laughs> uh, did you see The Waterman? No, no. I don't think it was anything that recent, weirdly. Uh, I will find this. This is great podcasting. He's Mr. Freeze in Harley Quinn, which is interesting. Oh, okay. It might have been that. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, devil, the Devil Has a Name? Frankenstein's Monsters, Monster Frankenstein? God, it would help if I could remember any. I watch a lot of movies, especially now that I'm in isolation. And uh, no, it's not going to come to me. I don't know yeah. what I was watching. Um, yeah, I, saw, I, I already gave up myself. After I saw Frankenstein's Monsters, Monster Frankenstein, I was like, that's a name of a movie? Jesus, fuck. Uh, I got down to Boogie Nights and I was like, yeah, I'm going to stop scrolling now. But yeah, yeah, I, see, yeah. I saw his beautiful face not long ago in a movie. He's always a joy. That he is. Sorry, I was... Uh, <laughs> those, for those people listening, I'm sorry that you're now yawning. Um, I've actually did yawn. I am. I am. We we said we'd talk about this anyway. I am so hungover today that my oh. body is just rejecting everything that isn't water, and uh, apparently also sleep. I slept until. See, I went to bed at like six in the morning. I got up at like three in the afternoon, and yeah, because that's the way I live my life, ladies and gentlemen. Thirty-one year old man who just sort of lives like he's seventeen. Um. And yeah, dude, that's that's just. I, I, when was the last time you were like very hungover, Nathan? As I sip my water. Uh, a couple, about two or three months ago, there was a work party, like the first one after lockdown. Everything. So oh. I went to like, did a party. I got quite drunk there. I was quite hungover. But the trouble is, the mistake I made, which sounds like a healthy life decision, but it's actually turned out to be a mistake, is that we went into a proper lockdown everything and a couple of months in i was like well you you know you just like you just you end up drinking more because you're just at home so you're like oh i've got no work tomorrow again yeah i'm just gonna start drinking i was like no no no. i'm gonna stop drinking apart Mm. from like every now and then i'll have like one beer at home or something like watching football or something because otherwise it in my mind i was like it'll become a bad habit if i just drink at home i can't go to the pub or anything but what that's actually done is uh harmed my ability to drink mm-hmm. yep. now that destroyed your tolerance months later when you're out of lockdown and then you have to go to work parties and that like a sensible human being after eight beers it's not possible if you haven't really been drinking so the next day i felt like i was i thought i was dying like so I was like, <laughs> i've not been hung over for like 18 months or so so it's a horrible so now I can't drink. I went to the pub the other week as well. I had like two beers and I was like, oh my God, I feel really drunk. I was like, this is a bad life decision and I need to I need to raise my tolerance again. Now, the problem is I don't think my girlfriend will allow me to just start drinking more <laughs> when my argument is that I need to train <laughs> so that yeah. I can drink more again. This it's is why like, we train. It's like some sort of weird run, fat boy run sort of thing. Yeah. Instead of running, I'm drinking. Drink, so I've ruined, drink. I've ruined myself, really. I'm a healthier man for it, but I don't feel like I am because uh, I don't feel like I'm a man anymore. See, this is uh, this is the problem, ladies and gentlemen. When you uh, when you when you start letting the broads call the shots, there. Yeah, <laughs> I need to go down to Duffy, Georgia, where everyone just drinks in every scene. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's like <laughs> breakfast and the guy's like sifting a big bottle of whiskey You're like jesus christ yeah that's george hey listen that's uh that's duffy georgia for you you know you go down to see the wrestling you're gonna you're gonna take a cab home because you're drinking half a bottle of jameson you're drinking half a bottle of jack daniels and you're drinking mm-hmm. a beer so I think really that that was a mistake of mine that I'm just never going to really be able to go back on. Uh, so I'm just going to have to live with the fact that look, my nights out will become cheaper. Uh, that, less that would fun. Be good. So less fun. And yeah, it was it was a mistake, Jimmy. I should have carried on the drinking. So if you're considering stopping drinking, don't, don't. in case you need to again. Yeah, that's exactly why I do yeah. all the time. Yeah, so that's also, my... That's my friendly curve advice on this podcast that started out. Don't stop uh, drinking. <laughs> started out with like uh, selling out to the Taliban. I'm now telling you to if you do have a problem, it's a bigger problem if you stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Only bad things. Listen, quitters never win. Yeah. Damn um, right. Yeah, so that so, was the last time I was hungover. And it wasn't even like I drank loads. It's just I can't drink anymore. What should yeah. I do, Jimmy? Just keep drinking. <sighs> get I mean, back I on could, a nice regimen. Honestly. Buy yourself a six pack. See how far you get. And then go from there. This is what's happened to me. So I would drink on these podcasts and they would be better podcasts for it. Now I'm drinking water instead. I don't even have work tomorrow. Yeah. Why aren't you drinking like crazy in in isolation? I don't know. I honestly don't know. And well, I, you can't go out and get booze, though, right? Like you're, you're not supposed to like leave the house. I've got booze. What the I, fuck, dude? I, yeah. Oh, this needs fuck? to change. You know what? When we do the all out review, we're going to go all out. Oh, well, that's what it's for. I, yeah. I, even if I watched a show completely sober, I'm not going to remember half the fuckers' names anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who – I can't even think of anyone. Shit. Name of Darby Allen is. The last time I oh. saw him, he was getting clotheslined by Jimmy Havoc for a barrel. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was, a, good, that was a good match. The crack a barrel flash. He uh, he's fired and, oh, working, shit, really? and working a regular job. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. That sounds yeah. like it has more of a story to it that we don't need to get into. So, oh yeah, I think yes, he got no. into a fight. He got into a fight with somebody at uh, like a birthday party for Tony Khan or for or smart. Some he got he got some he got into a fight like a fist fight with Excalibur or something, and then like a few months yeah. later he got like released. Yeah. Okay. I hope he's doing all right. Yeah, I mean, I think I saw like a photo of him working like a nine to five. Like, oh, you know. good for him. Yeah. Sometimes he just need to leave. Um. But I, I'm just curious. Do you want to hear what they've announced so far for the card for All Out that you will have to be sitting through? Sure. You know, I thought about it and I thought, yeah, in case people are interested. I'll, you know what? I will, I'll rate these matches before they happen. Okay. Um, in my so own style system, though, which is going to be they haven't really based. announced. They haven't really announced much so far. Okay. Um, but we will have the 21-woman uh, Casino Battle Royale for a future oh, AEW. That. I'm not watching that. Uh, then we have <laughs> Kenny Omega taking on Christian Cage for the AEW World Championship. Oh, I like Christian. Uh, okay, I'm going to give that. No, I said my, my ranking system is going to be color-based. Okay. I'm going to give that a blue. Oh, okay. Very good, very good, very good. Uh, they actually just had a very uh, like a really good match on Rampage for the Impact World title. In which oh. Christian beat Kenny Omega for the Impact World Title. Wait, what Impact? Yeah, Kenny Omega had the oh, Triple A Mega Championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they on the first episode of Rampage, uh, it, in the opening match, it was Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage for the Impact World Title. It was very good. It's very good. Okay. Um, next is 
Pack versus Andre El, uh, I'm sorry, Andrade El Idolo with Chavo Guerrero Jr. in his corner. A singles match. <laughs> okay. Uh, now I saw a comment from someone in our... No, I don't want to name and shame people, but uh, it's someone in our Rogue Opinions group chat who accused Andrade of not caring and said this is his last chance. Jimmy, how true is that? Because I don't I... trust this Irish person. Well, I mean, first off, they're Irish, so... Yeah, that's what um, I was thinking. But what do you what, what do they mean? Like this is Andrade's no last chance. I didn't ask for context. He just said a comment about like um, I think questioning whether Andrade really cares. Is he is he become a bit of like a Shinsuke in AEW? I have no idea what he's been up to. No, I don't think so. I he seems pretty energized and he's he's pretty much right at the start of his run. So I mean he hasn't really done much yet. He had um, I think one match on oh. TV. Uh, I don't remember who we... one match. Okay, forget that. I'm gonna give it a violet. Violet. Okay. All right. Um. So so far there is no opponent for the Young Bucks because they are doing a tournament to find out who's going to wrestle the Bucks at All Out in a steel cage match for the Ooh. AEW World Tag Team Championship. Interesting. Um, I can't rate it obviously because there's no opponent, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, I think it's gonna be either Jungle Express. Jungle Express, Jurassic Express, or the Lucha Brothers. Mm. So I think it's one of those two teams, and I think it's actually going to be... Uh, I think it's going to be Jurassic Express, to be honest. Good, but. good. Because we've seen Jurassic Park, and we know mm-hmm. that putting dinosaurs in a cage only leads to fun things. Yeah, of course. So let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to... If it's Jurassic Express, I'm giving it uh, like a foliage color, like a foliage green. If it's okay. Lucha Bros... Uh, I'm going to give it like the same color as the Rocks tequila, sort of like a gold. Mm, okay. All right. All right. Um, then, of course, the advertised, uh, as we spoke about earlier, CM Punk in his first match back in seven years, taking on Darby Allen with Sting in the corner, one-on-one in Chicago. Okay. What's the... I'm just going to give it the Pepsi logo. Okay. It's not really a color, I know, but hey, it's my system, so get your own. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we'll have our own, you know, our big, uh, you know, food based uh, rating system as we God, always I forgot do. about that. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. bring oh, back it's... my rating system of yeah, things I, I found. I can't wait. Uh, and then the, in my opinion, the main event of the evening, uh, QT Marshall versus Paul White one on one. Okay. Oh, Paul White's the big show, isn't he? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was about to say, I don't know who either of these people are. I know, I, I know him, obviously. Um, QT Marshall's the Apple guy. Used to be friends with Cody. Apple guy. No, sorry, I don't know. Um, I don't know what to give this because I don't think it's going to be very good. But I also don't think that's the point of it. I think it's just going to be uh, Paul White punching QT Marshall in the face. So it might only be like ten seconds long, but it's going to serve its purpose. So what's a color that serves its purpose? Red. Uh, Just messed up. Yep, and those are the announced matches so far for All Out, according to Wikipedia. So uh, in the coming weeks, I'm sure that they'll announce a couple more. I'm sure Malachi Black will have a match or something. Um, oh, right. I mean, doesn't it's not blowing my head off yet, but there's yep. more to come. I, I'm sure there is more, more to come. come. Yeah, there is more to come. Uh, like I said, the Tag Team Eliminator Tournament uh, continues tonight. Varsity Blondes taking on Lucha Brothers. And the winner of that match, where let's be let's be real, it's gonna be the Lucha Brothers, uh, will take on Jurassic Express on Rampage this Friday, and then that the winner of that match will go on 
to face the Bucks at All Out. Interesting, interesting. But that's AEW. But Jimmy, as we begin to to wind down this podcast experience a little bit, let's let's let's, let's plug our own wrestling podcast. We do have a wrestling podcast that is uh, yet to come out. Um, <laughs> but coming but, soon, hopefully. Com- coming soon. We may just have to record a new first episode, to be honest, at this point. Um, we will be uh, you and a good friend of yours, Jimmy Riot. Uh, I've never met him. I heard he's a good guy. Um, quality uh, wrestling commentator from Pro Wrestling Magic. Um, we will be doing the official, not the unofficial, the official Pro Wrestling Magic podcast covering all things going on in the kingdom with interviews and all the bloody nonsense that you love and enjoy from professional wrestling and from pro wrestling magic. Yeah. And it's a good time to say we, we've, we have recorded one, one pilot. Uh, it might not make out in time for the show. So, but that podcast will be coming soon. It will be every couple of weeks, but we have a good time doing that. But Jimmy, before we go mm-hmm. to end, to end this, this podcast, I, I was, you know, I've been in isolation. Mm-hmm. So I've had a bit of time on my hands. So uh, I, I started playing Far Cry 5, finally. Nice, I've very had nice. I've hard drive for a very long time. It's been fun. But what I also did was I thought I would rank, because everyone loves ranking things, the top mm-hmm. five mysteries that movies never solved. And I'm wondering if I could get your help on them. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Okay. So this is in, uh, this is in descending order, starting at number five. So okay. ascending order, I guess. Uh, what are the condescend- three condescending order? Yeah, yeah. What are the three seashells for in Demolition Man? Oh, I don't know. Have you seen Demolition Man? A long time ago. So first, don't know Demolition Man. Uh, Sylvester Stallone ends up in the future as a cop, and they allude to twice in the movie that these three seashells are used in some way in, in the toilet for pooping. They don't have tissue paper anymore. They use three seashells. They never tell you what they're for or how they're used. Hmm. Lester Stallone had something of a, of a career in the early 90s, experiencing a string of failures that include Rocky Rocky Five, Oscar, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually reading a Screen Rant article right now. There you go. There you go. Demolitions Man Future revealed that three seashells have replaced toilet paper. Here's yeah. how they're supposed to function in the bathroom. Oh, I don't, nobody knows officially, though. Yeah, no, this is all just, oh, yeah. just, a, so just a big old guess speculation coming in number four now this one as as a nerd you might be able to help me out on this one why didn't they just fly the whole way in lord of the rings this bothers me to this day it is three films of people walking to a fucking volcano yeah and i know fucking people say it all the time uh jim jeffries actually just did an episode of his podcast uh i don't know about that with uh 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 fuck is his name dominic monaghan and uh i don't know pippin uh from lord of the rings and uh they were talking about lord of the rings and he asked why didn't they just fly there the entire time um and they said that uh they used the bullshit excuse that if they had just flown over they would have been shot down by the things that they end up fighting in the other movies and stuff i don't buy that fly higher yeah yeah fly higher just fly there. Right. You got you got back you got back fucking real quick, didn't you? We didn't need three more movies of you guys walking back to the fucking Shire. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. All right, coming in at number three. How did the Joker get his scars in Dark Knight? We don't get a definitive answer. Don't. It's a mystery that cannot be solved. We hear different stories from this tricksy, tricksy man, and yep. we don't get the actual answer, do we? 
No, we never do. We never right. do. And I think that's a shame. I think we should. I think we as a society should know how I got these scars. Yeah. Number two, who killed JFK? Oh, it was multiple gunmen. Um, There's a whole movie about it, and they don't tell us. No, actually, if you watch the Umbrella Academy, it was uh, number five. So many, so many questions. So, so many possible answers. Yeah, and we just do not get these answers, and we need them. Yeah. So, Oliver Stone, maker of JFK, the movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tighten up your movies. Tighten it up. Tighten it up. We don't. Tighten it up. Yeah. If you're going to tell us this story, tell us the old answer. Yep. I don't I don't come I don't come to the movies to get a beginning, a middle and then nothing. I need a, com- yeah. a complete story. Beginning, middle, end. I want the whole thing. Tighten it up. Whole thing. That's it. There we go. Number one. Who is the thing at the end of the thing? Hey, isn't it? They, don't they just show like a like a cloud or something? There's two people left at the end. There's uh, Kurt Russell and uh, whoever the other guy was. They don't know if the thing's dead, but they allude that one of them is the thing. They never tell us. That's a, that is it's unfortunate. A that movie is very movie. claustrophobic for me. It's incredibly claustrophobic. They're stuck yeah. in the fucking uh, wherever they are, the poles or whatever. The, the South Pole, I think they're in. Oh, not more selfies. Somebody, somebody We've is. Had uh, enough of them this podcast. Somebody is. <laughs> Somebody is screaming at their phone right now, going like, they're in the goddamn North Pole. Uh, or they're screaming to tell us who killed JFK. Lee Harvey Oswald? No, he was a patsy. <sighs> I don't know. He only got arrested because he was gay, I think, as far as that Oliver Stone movie was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. What a terrible movie. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Those were my top five mysteries that I could come up with. Those are pretty good. Those are pretty solid. If you guys have any other mysteries, make sure to hit up Nathan. He'll ignore you on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and make sure to hit us up on rogue underscore opinion on the Twitter uh, and l- give us some more mysteries and uh, let us know if you like us ranking things, because we'll rank silly shit all day, <laughs> especially if the Taliban wants us to rank its biggest enemies and pay us for it. We will absolutely, absolutely do anything for a paycheck. Oh, 100 percent. Like uh, uh, quick, if you had to do a top five uh, reasons why you'd like the podcast for the Taliban. What would you go for? Um, well, I mean, number one is money. Yeah. Number one is money. Um, two, culture? I'll go culture. I'll yeah. go culture for number two. Uh, number three, I heard the food is really good. Yeah, yeah, I heard that as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. a rich culinary history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, Mesopotamia is like the first society, right? So that's in that region of the world. Yeah. Um. Number four seems convenient to travel to. Yeah, right. No, you don't hear about any COVID numbers over there. No, they, that no, that data seems solid. Like I wouldn't be in isolation if I was over there right now. Yeah, no, we'd be fine. We'd be absolutely fine. Wouldn't have to go in any more of those goddamn vaccines over here taking my freedom. Um, and I think uh, number five has to be ratings. Ratings. Yeah, I feel like. I it's mean, we not... reach a huge audience. It's not as saturated a market, which is why I think we can get away with saying all this. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or Tony, Tony Khan, hit us up and we will start the sister show to AEW Unrestricted mm-hmm. and uh, just pay us and we will say all the nice, glorious things about your lovely love. Well, let's do a top three, top three reasons why, why we would like uh, this podcast to be bought and owned by All Elite Wrestling. Go ahead. Number three, access to Sting. Okay. All right. 
Um, I think we could. I think it's realistic that we could get him on the podcast if Tony Khan could tell him to. Yeah. Do it. Uh, number two, oh, it doesn't seem as easy to travel there. Um, so it can't be travel. Mm. Culture. Oh, I don't know. There's a lot of lot of old white men on AEW. Mm. Mm. How's the catering? Do we know? Probably really good. Jaguar Stadium. Yeah, Jaguar Stadium Probably. does seem does seem good. They they don't spend pretty- their money on a team, so they must spend it somewhere. Yeah, they they put uh, they they have a pool in the stadium, dude. We could do oh, a okay. podcast That's poolside. That's number two. That's number two. And of course, number one, money. Money, money. Yeah, yeah. money is absolutely number one because he's that's... richer than uh than Daddy Vince, isn't he? Or his dad is anyway. Yeah, I think the cons <laughs> uh, have more money than the McMahon's. They have more money than God. <laughs> yeah. Well, God took all that COVID hit, so yeah, God took that start to bounce back. PR. As we as we round around all the jokes we made throughout the entire podcast. Yeah. Fargo season five coming soon. Fargo fucking Martin Freeman. <laughs> uh, well, I know the Chris Rock one was the most recent, and I'm sure that they have like another season coming. But isn't he busy? He's busy doing something. That guy Noah Hawley. I think he's doing a, like he has a movie coming out or something soon. Oh, well, guys, look forward to Fargo Season 5 and our new podcast, AEW Less Restricted. Uh, AEW or... Uncensored, yeah. Uncensored. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You better find that at AEW on TNT. Uh, but otherwise, stick with us at Rogue underscore Opinion. We've got loads of stuff coming out. Uh, Scott and Sam are doing some actual wrestling reviews. Uh, so they've been coming out. You've got No Rogues Bard with Scott again. Liam and his quiz show, Safe Words, uh, keeps on tracking. And, of course, the uh, the daddy of the More Than Naked Men podcast keeps rumbling along. But, Jimmy, what have you got going on? Uh, work, mostly. Oh, okay. Um, no, and then, of course, um, on just the, this upcoming weekend on IWTV, Pro Wrestling Magic returns with our brand-new uh, pay-per-view special, Hot AF, and it is set to be an incredible show. Uh, with uh, the return match uh, between uh, Jordan Blade and Allie Catch for the Pro Wrestling Magic Women's title. We have Myron Reed and Gabriel Sky going one-on-one for the Paradigm Pro Championship, um, and a lot, lot more going on. So please make sure to go over to IWTV, independentwrestling.tv, and type in Pro Wrestling Magic, catch up on the shows that we've already had, and be ready for this weekend, August 28th at 7 p.m., live and alive from the Pro Wrestling Magic Kingdom. And uh, you and I will be back to talk about that after it airs and all that we fun will. stuff. And, we will indeed. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the show. The build-up's been good with all the announcements coming out. Uh, yeah, it's going to be good to see see the kingdom once more. Yes, absolutely. And then we return to live broadcast September 11th for Jay George's Cinematic Masterpiece. Um, and that will be the show afterward. That will be live Live, 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 live. No special fancy camera editing tricks involved. Nothing like that. Big old mess of stuff is going to happen. And, uh, of course, I'm on Twitter at Mr. Riot. That's M-R-R-I-0-T because Counter-Strike was a thing when I was a kid and all that fun stuff. Other than that, I'm just going to be watching the wrestling, doing the thing, and I'm going to be popping back up on the podcast when and if I have time. Nathan, we should get together again sometime during the week and record some more. What do you say? We will. We will. We'll obviously follow up Hot AF. You'll be able to catch that on the official Pro Wrestling Magic podcast with me and the aforementioned Jimmy Riot. 
No, he's uh, a good guy. He's a good yeah, guy. But you'll be back soon. We will. We will be back to. to we'll, we'll definitely be reviewing all out. We can't not now. Now that we've promised. Oh, it. Yeah. We have to get drunk and record and record all out. That's what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. I need to. Uh, when Scott sends me his list, do do a watch along of his least favorite matches. So you could always join me for that if you want. Uh, it depends how long the list is, but sure. Sure. We'll, we'll find out. But otherwise, guys, thank you very much for listening. We will be back again soon. Bye now. Yeah.